Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And tonight's poem is entitled Embrace Yourself. Here we go. Become in tune with yourself. Listen to the matters of your heart. Pay attention to your first thought. Take long walks in the park. Follow your dreams. Don't ever give up. Write your vision down and make it plain. When Know when you've had enough. Be your very own cheerleader. Be your own best friend. Even if no one else believes that you can. Envision yourself on top of the world. Trust your instincts too. Let your steps be ordered by the Lord when life gets really hard. Never give up. With God, nothing is impossible Reach beyond the universe. Don't forget where you've been. Don't compromise your morals or your values for anyone. Hold your head up high whenever you fall. Trust and believe that you are never alone. Failure is the lack of trying. So try even harder than the very last time. Mean what you say and say what you mean in love. Success is closer to you than you know because by God being for you, your desires he will fulfill. Stay true to yourself. Refuse to dwell on your past. Focus on your present and future. It's okay to say no sometimes. Your goodbye could mean hello to someone else. So be careful what you say. You may be entertaining angels. Make each and every moment of it count. Know that if God is for you, you will never be in lack. Love yourself beyond your wildest imagination so that the presence of another is only a compliment to the beauty to which you found inside a reflection of your gift. God has blessed you with life. Take the time to appreciate your life. Embrace yourself. And don't forget, you are uniquely and wonderfully made. So I hope that this poem blessed someone. As I was reading the words, I thought about how important it is for you to edify your own self. So a lot of times I know 
it may be easier for you to give someone a compliment or someone else a compliment. But when is the last time you took time out to literally just look upon the creation that is you and build your own self up? Look at your things about yourself that you just absolutely love, that you've fallen in love with or you're trying to fall in love with and focus in, on those things. And then also, when is the last time that you affirmed yourself? When you said things such as, you are uniquely and wonderfully made. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The things that if God before you, it is more than against you, than the whole world against you. And just different ways of letting yourself know that you are enough. So I know sometimes if you haven't did this before or you have pretty much have kind of you got a little rust on it and you ain't really done it in a while. It may be kind of weird at first or seem kind of weird for you to be affirming yourself and edifying yourself, but it's very necessary. As a matter of fact, it should be something that you do to the point that it becomes a habit where you're telling yourself when you get up in the morning, good morning, beautiful, good morning, handsome. You are going to have the most amazing day. You are going to allow your light to shine bright. You are going to have meaningful conversations. Your destiny is before you. You are a purposed being. Everything that you say and everything that you do has purpose. All that you say and all that you do has meaning. There will never be another you. When you are present, we feel the presence of God. When you smile, it lights up a room. The sound of your voice is soothing. There is peace in your presence. There is joy on the inside of you. You shine ever so bright. And on and on. Those were some examples. But the more that you say it, and the more that you start to get it on the inside of you, the more that you truly will believe it. And when you're seeing your reflection, I believe that you are seeing an image of your creator, that you are, you begin to literally see just how beautiful you are. And waiting for someone else to affirm you, that could be so draining sometimes. I remember once upon a time that um, when I was in a what I considered a meaningful relationship, there would be times that I would get up, get all dolled up and I would just be waiting for um, the person that I was with to be like, oh, my goodness, you look so beautiful. And I remember having a conversation and one time I was like, OK, I got all dolled up and you didn't even say anything. And he was like, because you're always beautiful. Like after a while, I'm just repeating myself. And then now that I think about it, I was putting a lot of weight on waiting for a compliment. But if you build yourself up and you're constantly affirming yourself and you're constantly telling yourself just how beautiful you are and just how, you know, great you are and all the things that you contribute to the universe and to the world, then because you've already filled your cup in that regard, anything else is considered an overflow. 
And so it starts to have a different meaning and you're not putting that pressure on another person to fulfill that area for you. And it just makes, first of all, it removes the weight from their shoulders. And then second of all, it helps you to appreciate those times when you do get a compliment and you are told that you're beautiful and you are told that, you know, you're amazing. Um, but it's supposed to be where if you're doing it for yourself already, then anything else on top of that just becomes an added bonus. And that's, I know it takes a lot to practice and sometimes some people got to practice, practice, practice until they get to the point that it's like, oh, I could do this in my sleep. I've actually listened to a few people where they have used the first part of the morning to speak those things that be not as though they are into the atmosphere. So they have spoken their vision. They have put it before them. They have decreed who they are before, sometimes before people even wake up. So two or three o'clock in the morning, they are sitting still in their own presence and they are meditating. They are listening to peaceful music and they are summoned summons. I'm probably going to mess that up. They're calling the day forward. <laughs> if I try to say it the way that I was thinking it, it's just not going to come out right. So they are calling the day forward. They are bringing all of the positive energy to themselves. And by doing so, they have a better day. I've also heard people say how, let's say they, after they've broken that habit of meditation and they didn't particularly meditate that day they're like my day was kind of off I didn't do what I normally do and so I could tell the shift in the atmosphere I could tell the difference so making it a habit of edifying yourself building yourself up saying your daily affirmations that actually can help you in a lot of ways to have a better day because even when Let's say you get some bad news. And this is something that I've learned just with my coaching sessions. Um, if you get some bad news, if you actually create a way of escape prior to getting bad news, then the way that you process the bad news is a lot different as well. Um, before I started coaching, I remember how whenever I would get bad news, I was a comfort eater. So a lot of times what I would do when I would get bad news, I would go straight to getting ice cream or I would go straight to something, eating something that I just really didn't have any business eating. But I noticed that when I started doing coaching, what started to transpire, even when I would get bad news, my go-to stopped being food. I was actually sitting still long enough to process what exactly had taken place. So if it was a death in the family or if I was told something bad, I didn't go to food any longer. And it was more or less like, okay, so you received bad news. I need you to sit with this for a moment. And so I learned how to sit with certain things so that I would not have a reactive reaction and I could actually process it. And once I processed it, see which best way for me to handle it. And so it allowed me to 
bounce back a lot faster. And that I know is all because of the advice that I was getting in terms of, you know, what, what pretty much you are. You are what you eat. So when you start to eat, and this is something that you'll probably recognize if you don't already, when you start to eat healthier, um, what will happen is your fuel will come from the food. And so the nutrients is necessary. All these things are necessary. And so when you're operating off of the right type of energy, I'm trying to figure out a way to articulate this. When you're when you learn how to operate off the right type of energy, then whenever the wrong energy presents itself, because your cup is full, it'll bounce off as opposed to if you are not if you're deplenished in some type of way, if you don't have enough, if you're not doing it the proper way, if you're not eating the proper way, then you'll notice how whenever the bad energy comes, it you hold on to it. So I believe that's where like the strokes come in. That's where obesity comes in. That's where I'm just giving you a few examples. That's where a lot of the negative comes in is because it's like you didn't have the proper nutrients within yourself in order for you to combat that negative energy. But when you have the positive energy, it's like, oh, I don't have anywhere to go. So I guess I'm a guess I'm a fall by the wayside because I don't really have anywhere to go. It's like she's on full. And so I noticed that it has allowed me not to be reactive like I used to. I've also noticed that I'm listening way more than I ever have. Um, because that truly was not my testimony a long time ago. Trust and believe that. But now I find myself with a pen and paper listening a lot more than what I have done in the past. Being willing to learn more so. I still love to teach, but being willing to learn is kind of taken on a different form. And I believe it's because of the type of energy that I am now receptive to. Because once you do start eating healthier, you know, more salads, drinking more water, um, it does something. It does something. And no, you may not always see the weight fall off immediately. Don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. Keep following the path. It'll fall off eventually. Um, But it's like retraining yourself. And I've been doing that and I have truly noticed a difference in terms of how I deal with negative energy. And I can recognize it too. So that's the other thing. You begin to recognize negative energy um, when you're operating in a different, I guess, headspace in a different on a different frequency. You start to recognize negativity a lot more it's just like whenever let's say that you used to have salt in your food or you used to eat salt in your food and then all of a sudden your doctor tells you um you need a salt free you need to be on a salt free diet and then let's say you have a cheat day maybe three months after you've started the salt free diet and then you go and you're like okay so i'm gonna go ahead and go over here to this restaurant i'm gonna have me some fried chicken And where you once were drawn to the fried chicken because of the seasoning, well, once you have been on a salt-free diet and then you go back, it's like you taste the salt and you're like, oh my God, this is nasty. 
Or you can use the same analogy when it comes to sugar. Um, when you've been dealing with non-sugar items and then all of a sudden you decide one day, you know what, I've been without sugar for about 90 days. I guess I'm going to go ahead and give me a, a brownie. And then the moment you take a bite of the brownie, you're like, oh my God, it's packed with sugar. I don't want this. And so you give it away. It's because you have trained your body. I don't need this. I can, I can get the sugar from a healthier way and it's going to benefit me and it's going to benefit my body as opposed to doing it the processed way. And this is terrible. It's like killing me softly. So I said all that to say, edifying yourself, building yourself up, making sure that you find ways to build yourself up way before allowing or, or waiting. Waiting is the operative word, waiting for someone else to do it. So some people tend to meditate. Some people meditate on scriptures. Some people actually take time out in the morning to just sit still, be with themselves, go through their thoughts, um, cast down all the wrong thoughts, write down all the positive thoughts. Sometimes they write down negative too, especially if they're battling something. But yeah, so just trying to give you examples um, of what you should be able to do in order to build yourself up. And I hope that that's, if that's something that you haven't started doing, I hope that that's something that you do start doing um, in terms of making sure you take care of you in that regard. Making sure that you, um, and taking care of you could be different. For me, it's a few ways that I'm starting to learn how to take care of myself. One of the ways that I know that I need to really be taking care of myself is rest. I need more sleep. <laughs> um, and so that's something that I'm trying to incorporate. I actually made a promise to one of my dear friends. She was like, when are you going to start this journey in terms of getting you more rest? And I was like, ah, I guess I'll do it on tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. I'm going to start trying to get at least eight to ten hours of sleep. Um, because those of you that don't know me, it's a lot that I do within the 24 hour period. And it's all because I really am pursuing my hopes and dreams. And so even in pursuing your hopes and dreams, you do still got to give yourself time to rest, honey. So that's one of the things that I am going to be doing really, really shortly. At least I'm going to try because I say that a lot and then I get preoccupied with other stuff. So I'm going to put that on my calendar to start to get me some sufficient rest. If you are one of those people that literally can function or try to anyway off of four to five hours of sleep, honey, you are not alone because I am one of those people that do the same thing. And um, according to my friends, I need more rest. And I know I do. Um, it's just that I just feel like 24 hours is not enough time to do all that I need to do. And so what I do is stretch my days, if that makes sense. And so I'm going to work on that. I am definitely going to work on that. It is on my to-do list. Right now, I'm currently making a vision board. That's another way that you can edify yourself. Um, the vision board, yeah, it will take on its own if you let it. But it is always good practice to at least make a vision board once a year. This is just my opinion. You don't have to do it, but this is my opinion. So while I'm making a vision board, it is allowing me 
to sow into myself in terms of not just writing the vision down, but putting the vision on a poster so that like right now where I'm sitting, I'm looking at my vision board from 2020 and it says things such as make a difference, shine. Um, what else is it saying? Living a life without pain, paradise, the real winner, love. Cause I, I have a thing. I love love. I really, really do. Don't kill her vibe. Um, what else? Embrace the light. That's one of them. It says that. And then, so pretty much, oh, it says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And then I actually wrote a personal letter to myself. Um, I also put in terms of my goals, dreams, and aspirations and what I wanted to happen in 2020. Um, and then as you all know, COVID-19 hit. So guess what I'm doing? I'm revamping my vision board. Yes, I know this is month seven in the year of 2021. But I found myself realizing that even though I felt as if in a lot of ways I was robbed in 2020 from my vision being able to come to pass, I am still grateful that I am here in 2021. And so one of the reasons, I mean, one of the ways that I know that I can show my gratitude is to create a vision board for 2021. Because I didn't have to still be here. But by the grace of God, I am. And so that is a token of appreciation in terms of me still looking forward. Um, so I'm going to make sure that I do that. And also, it's a reminder not to stop dreaming. So even if you feel like your dreams have been deferred or your dreams have been delayed, remember, that doesn't mean that your dreams have been denied. And so you can still dream. You can still, if you've stopped dreaming, try to pick that back up. If you have stopped believing in yourself, try to pick that back up. If you have gotten to a point that you feel as if you've hit a brick wall, find a detour, honey. Find a way around the brick wall. Find a way to climb the brick wall, but just literally... Figure out a way to continuously work on building yourself regardless of what the circumstances are. And I know, I know that that is easier said than done, but that also assists you when it comes to becoming resilient. If you can learn or teach yourself how to build when things just seem insurmountable, when when circumstances just seem like there's just, oh my goodness, there's no way out. If you can learn how to like navigate around that type of stuff, honey, when the going gets tough, you'll still be going. And so if that's the one thing that you could do is hone in on, you know, I don't really feel like it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure this thing out. I may have to revisit it three to five times, but I'm going to figure this thing out. You may look back in six months or three months and be like, you know what? I'm glad I tackled that because when this situation came up, I handled it a whole lot better because I have the tools in which to do so. So 
the takeaway from this episode, what I hope that you take away from it, is if you don't have a vision, please get you one. Write it down, make it plain. If you haven't started to work on your daily affirmations or ways to edify yourself, sit down with self and think about what it looks like for you to build your own self up. Does it mean that you got to say goodbye to some friendships? Does it mean that you do have to go to bed three hours earlier? I'm preaching to myself on that one. Does it mean that you take 30 minutes before your day begins and you just sit with yourself? Maybe your journal. Um, If you love to sing, does it mean that you praise and worship? If you love to dance, does it mean that you spend 30 minutes dancing before you ever start your day? Um, If you love video games, because some people love gaming, honey. My 20-year-old and my, actually all three of them, my 20-year-old, my 17-year-old, and my 15-year-old all love gaming. And so if that is something that you love, maybe whenever, because this is what they do and it seems to work for our household, um, they know typically there's a certain time of the day that I just, I don't want to hear a whole bunch of noise and yelling and screaming at the TV. So they kind of wait until they know mom is tired and then they'll dedicate an hour, maybe two. It might be longer because by, by the time I pass out, it could be longer. But what they try to do now is wait until they know that I'm at a place of rest before they cut that video game on. They entertain themselves. That's how they relieve their stress. Now that I know that, I don't even... I used to fuss. Now I'm just like, okay, let's let's figure it out. So we figured it out. And so if gaming is something that you need to do in order for you to relieve your stress, then do that. But find a way to edify yourself. Find a way to build yourself up. If after the day is ending and you're like, I got to get this day off of me. Play some calming music. Play something like whether it's listen to a fireplace or whether it's listening to some rain or whether, I don't know, the waterfall. Find a way to be able to like shake your day off so that you don't carry it into the next day. Whether it was good. Well, if it's a good day, hopefully you can carry it continuously. But if it's like if you had a rough day, find a way to kind of get that off of you. Um I know I've had a couple of times when I've dealt with situations where I was given bad news and I I literally played it over in my head like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Because I've I've read somewhere that that helps you too. Whenever you say in your head, like, what's the worst that could happen? And then you say what the worst is that could happen. Well, once you kind of get that in your mind and you get that feeling out, then it makes it easier for you to deal with whatever news you get because you've already played it out in your mind. And so um, I remember there was one particular time that I had scheduled my weekend in a way that if I received the bad news, that I would have three days to process the bad news. I was ready for it too. But this particular person must have been, I don't know, I'm just going to leave it right there. However, it worked. This particular person decided to tell me to where I didn't get the three days to ponder it 
because they told me after the three days. And so I had to go a whole week dealing with those emotions. And so, um, but I learned a lot about that. I learned that, you know, first of all, that's kind of what happens sometimes. You do everything you can to prepare and then you still miss the mark. It's all good. I still got through it. So, yeah. Just do whatever you can. Do whatever you can to be able to center yourself. Do whatever you can to be able to heal from whatever brokenness. Do what you can to be able to position yourself for greater. Do whatever you can to build yourself up. Because at the end of the day, everything you need is on the inside of you. So this is going to conclude my episode on today. However, before I completely end it, I wanted to read a letter to my future hubby. And here we go. It is dated July the 7th, 2021. And it reads, Dear future hubby, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Would it be something that everyone sees? Would it be the side of yourself that no one sees? Would it be one of your habits or would it be one of your flaws? Would you give yourself 21 days to break it if it were a habit? Or if it were a flaw, would you look at it every day for 30 days and reaffirm yourself until you are no longer focused on that flaw? Would you enhance a strength or remove a weakness? Would it be something that involves only you? Or would it be something that includes the entire universe? I understand when asked a question such as this one, it may take a little time to consider how you would answer it. Or maybe you've been asked this question previously. Whatever your answer, change is inevitable. Whether it's done willfully or not, everything changes over time. With that being said, it is important that we remember this. Change will come. Are you ready for the upcoming changes in your life? How do you prepare yourself for change? Mentally, emotionally, physically, and or psychologically. Honestly, I've worked on adjusting quickly to change, but this has never been an easy task for me. However, apparently, this is a quality God felt that I would need. And so I kept taking the test of change until one day, I think I passed the test. Journaling helped me through this process. Bouncing my ideas off of loved ones also helped. Praying often was quite necessary for me. And trusting the process was too. Nevertheless, No matter what changes you are about to embark upon, I pray that you adjust quickly. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing morning, evening, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there's only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.